Hello everyone and welcome once again to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in the upstate of South Carolina. I am your host as always, Stan McCune, and yes, I am a realtor here in the lovely land of Greenville, South Carolina. All of my contact information is in the show notes. I represent investors, I represent owner-occupants, I represent buyers, I represent sellers. Please, if you need anything real estate-wise, I'm your guy, let me know. Um, and all of that contact information is there for you guys to access. Um, and just a reminder, as always, if you like the show, if you love the show, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss any other episodes. Um, go back and listen to past episodes. I've got a lot of good content out there. Um, and as well, of course, just hit that five-star button. Leave me a nice little rating. Leave me a nice little review. I'd appreciate that. Um, that helps me to uh, to encourage me to continue on with the show and to continue to get you guys this content, which I hope you appreciate. Um, so happy new year. Um, we are now officially in uh, the year, as I said before, we don't want to say 2022, but nonetheless, or 2022, whatever. Here we are. Uh, we're having to say that. Um, and uh, hopefully this will be uh, another good year of, of real estate. Hopefully this will be a year where we can um, maybe figure out how to grapple with uh, with the pandemic that we've been in uh, now for almost two full years. Um, nonetheless, uh, here we are. And so Happy New Year. We're going to be talking about uh, something that I've been thinking about for a while. Because um, you, got, you guys that know me well know that I'm a realtor and I'm also a landlord. Um, I also own rental properties. I have short-term rentals. I have long-term rentals. Um, I, I, I have built a little bit of a rental portfolio over the years, and um, I, I move properties around. I don't, you know, I, sometimes it's best to sell properties. Sometimes it's best to buy. It just kind of depends on a lot of different factors. But I will always have, at least my plan, is to always have rental properties. I, I just think that they are a good investment um, in general, you guys know that. Um, and so I'm looking at the, the rental market and I'm like, you know what? My gut tells me that as we're seeing all this appreciation of real estate, as we're seeing prices go up, my gut tells me that the, the price of renting is not keeping pace and, and not anywhere close to it, to be completely honest. That was what my gut told me. But I don't like just relying on my gut. I like to look at the data. And so I decided to dig into some data. And I took a single uh, sample, which was my own neighborhood. Um, I live in uh, the Chartwell Estates neighborhood in Greer. Um, and it's a good neighborhood to operate off of because there are a lot of homes in this neighborhood. I think there's like 360 homes in the neighborhood. So we have a lot of sales and also a lot of rentals. And so we're able to um, really get a good sample size from this one neighborhood. And also, it's, it's a good neighborhood to, to rent in. It's in a, uh, a school district that a lot of people are wanting to get into. It is very central to, uh, to a lot of amenities. Um, you're, if you want to commute to Spartanburg, it's near Spartanburg. If you want to commute to Greenville, it's not far from downtown Greenville. You can basically get anywhere in 20 minutes. Um, and so, and you know, it's got a community pool, all these different things. 
So it, it's a neighborhood that that people want to rent, and it's also a people that na- that a uh, neighborhood rather that people want to buy in. And um and so it's it's a good neighborhood on just from a lot of standpoints to track this. I only went with data from the Greenville MLS. Obviously, there's a, a there's limited data on rentals in there, but again, with it being this neighborhood, there was more data in in this neighborhood than than most others. Um, but that's where I based my numbers off of strictly off the MLS. I did not dig into you know any other sources, and I, I'm well aware that there are plenty of other sources. Um, but what I wanted to look at is, <clears throat> excuse me, what I wanted to look at is the two-year, basically the two-year trend. Um, and so I pulled data from the entire year of 2019, and then I compared that data to the past six months, both for homes that are being rented and both for homes that are uh, bought and sold. Now, I'm going to preface this with one thing. I did not filter this for single-family homes versus townhomes. And we do have townhomes in Chartwell Estates. So um, I I didn't filter that on either side. I just felt like, you know what, obviously there's a little bit more desirability to rent a single family home than there is uh, to rent a a townhome. Um, But at the end of the day, beggars can't be choosers. And I felt like there was an adequate sampling of, of each in both the six-month data set and the 2019 data set that I didn't think it was necessary to filter it out. So here is what we saw. Um, we'll start with the the properties that rented. On average in 2019, the properties in Chartwell Estates rented for $1,607, $1,607.50 per month. And on average... That was a 3.67 bedroom, two and a quarter <laughs> bathroom. Okay, so let's just say basically uh, on average three and a half bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms. Okay, we'll just say that for the for the purposes of the show. That was on average, and the median numbers are very close. The median number was 1,600 per month, three and a half beds, um, two and a half baths. So um, that's what happened. That's what the rents were in 2019. Well, what were they the past six months? Obviously, they've gone up. The past six months, the average was 1,717 per month, um, and that and the median was 1,750 per month. So the average went up 6.81 percent in the past six months of. 2021, um, which is, even though we are no longer in 2021, my, my data set came from 2021, basically the last six months of the year. We're up 6.81% over the entire year of 2019, and the median was up 9.38% over the whole year of, of 2019. Now, if that sounds low, it, it is, because remember, we've been saying that home prices have been going up on average uh, the past two years, about 1% per month, um, at least. And so these have not gone up in terms of, of rental prices anywhere near that. Um, but if you dig into the data, there is a little bit more to consider than just that. Um, so 
the uh, you'll you may have noticed that I didn't mention how many bedrooms and bathrooms we were dealing with. Well, it in general the properties that people are now paying six point eight one percent or nine point three eight percent more per month to rent. These are smaller properties now. Instead of uh, the average being three point six seven. Uh, beds and two and a half baths. Now we're at 3.4 beds, two bathrooms. Um, and the median, instead of three and a half bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms, the median was only was just three bedrooms, two baths. So whereas before, you might be able to get something close to like a four bedroom, two and a half bathroom uh, rental in Chartwell Estates for, you know, maybe the sixteen to $1,700 a month range. Now you're looking more at a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house in the seventeen dollars to $1,800 a month range. And I, and I broke this out even further. Let's look at the, the three-bedroom averages. So the three-bedroom average house, um, property, townhome, whatever, in Chartwell Estates in 2019 the average was 1498 so basically 1500 a month and the median was also 1495 so basically you could rent a three bedroom two bathroom house um, in 2019 in chartwell estates for 1500 a month um, that hasn't gone up very much it went up to uh, 1574 um, on average, and the median actually stayed the same. The median stayed at 1500 I'm guessing that those are much smaller in general, much smaller three-bedroom, two-bathroom houses than they were in the past. The four-bedroom houses on average um, were, in 2019, rented for $1,716 per month with a median of $1,700 per month, and that went up between three and four percent in the past six months to now one thousand. Both the average and the median are the same. One thousand seven hundred seventy-two dollars per month on average and by median um, for Chartwell Estates. So that's an increase depending on how you look at it. Either three point two five percent or four point two six percent per month, um, with the entire neighborhood being in the um, six point Eight one to to nine point three eight percent increase. So all that to say, um, rents have not gone up a whole lot, but the property sizes have, generally speaking, it appears have gone down a little bit. the The rental that you could get, you can still rent fairly reasonably in Chartwell Estates, um, but it's not perhaps as big of a house as it used to be, and I think what that means, uh, just kind of as an aside, I think that that means that if you buy a smaller house in this neighborhood, um, it, it will still rent pretty well. You know, back in the day, people might not have wanted to rent a smaller house. Nowadays, um, you know, it's kind of a beggars can't be choosers kind of situation where they, they might not have any other choice. So let's look at prices. Right? How have prices changed? And this is also this is also uh, interesting and a, and a bit uh, surprising as well. A few little twists and turns along the way here. So in 2019, the average I looked at the at the list price and I looked at the sold price. In 2019, the average list price 
was basically $260,000. The median was two hundred forty. dollars So we want to look more at the median. That's, that's, that's more of an accurate, uh, more of an ac- accurate metric. Um, I'll still mention the average, but when we're looking at when we're looking at sales, we, we want to focus on the median, which we've talked about in the past. Um, this, the average sold price was down a little bit off the average list price. The average sold price was two hundred fifty six thousand seven hundred. The average uh, and the median sold price was exactly what the list price was. The median was two hundred forty thousand. Um, and our sold price per square foot was right in the $98 per square foot range, okay? Tracking with me? Um, How did that change? Well, interestingly, the the average sales price did not go up that much. The average sales price went from 256.7 to 263. What is interesting is that the average list price actually went down. So we actually saw the average list price go in 2019 from 259 to the past, or, you know, a little bit more than 259. I've rounded up to 260 before. Um, In the past six months, the average was 257, or, well, really 258. 257, 980, we'll just call it 258. So that actually went down, but then the sold price was higher than the list price. Which we've talked about in the past. So, um, so those are some some interesting little tidbits. Now, looking at the median, which is a, a more accurate again a more accurate way of looking at this. The median price went from median list price in 2019 was 240, and the median sales price was uh, in the past six months was 245. The median sold price. This is this is kind of a crazy thing which in 2019 was the same as the list price, 240 The median sold price was 270 which is, okay, so that's not a big jump, but what's crazy to me is that the median list price was 245 and the median sold price was $270. Um, way, way above what, you know, people are, are purchasing the homes in Chartwell for in the past six months for way above what they were listed for. So that's, that's a fascinating metric. But it's surprising that the average sold price was only up 2.45% in the past 6 month in the last 6 months of 2021 versus uh, the entirety of 2019 and the median price was only up 12.5%, the median sold price 12.5%. We would expect those numbers to be substantially higher given that these numbers are that that these homes are, you know, really relatively cheaply priced given the market. And additionally, that that the market has been increasing for the past two years by, you know, generally speaking, about one percent, and sometimes in some cases more per month. So what are we missing here? What we're missing is the price per square foot, and that's a very important detail. Remember, I said that the that the sold price per square foot in 2019 in Chartwell was about ninety eight dollars a square foot. That number in um, in 2021, the last six months of 2021, was 143. That is an increase of over 45%. So actually, um, really, the, the pricing doesn't matter at all. People are buying, basically, the bigger homes in Chartwell Estates simply haven't been sold as much as, as they 
were in 2019. And now basically all the homes being sold were smaller homes for the same prices and for a little bit more than the bigger homes were uh, just a few years ago. So a jump from $98 a square foot to $143 a square foot, that is an absolutely insane jump, 45%. Um, So what do I gather from this? Rents are not coming anywhere close to keeping up with, uh, with sales. And that is great. If you are a renter or if you're contemplating renting, that's a really good sign. You are probably not going to um, just get immediately priced out. Now, at some point, this has to correct, right? At some point, the, uh, the rents are going to go up. It is only a matter of time. Um, it, it has to happen. Like the, the money can't just, money doesn't just grow on trees. And when home, when the prices of homes are going up, the prices of rentals are also going to go up. But this explains the fact that, um, that these, that the sales price stayed relatively close, didn't go up by that much. I mean, it went up by 12 and a half percent. That explains why, um, what we've been talking about, which is that smaller homes are now more what are being sold for just a little bit more than what the bigger homes were a couple of years ago. And I think the rental properties are reflecting that as well. The rental properties now are smaller. They're not that much more expensive, but they're smaller than they used to be just a, a few years ago. Um, in fact, even the the four-bedroom sample size from my rental property uh, search um, did not have any half bathrooms. Half bathrooms are a really good metric, um, actually, to determining the size of, of a house because a a four bedroom, two bathroom house is typically dramatically smaller than a four bedroom, three bathroom, or a four bedroom, two and a half bathroom house. Because if they really builders really and and homeowners really want to fit that half bath in somewhere, that powder room in, so that you don't have you know, people that need to go to the bathroom don't have to go into a room that has the shower or the bathtub. It's really inconvenient in a lot of ways. Um, And so if they can't squeeze that in, it tends to indicate that it's a smaller house. And that is exactly what we're looking at in these numbers. The the average four-bedroom house uh, that was rented in Chartwell in 2019 was 4.3 bedrooms and two and a half baths. Whereas the average house that rented for about four percent more um, was uh, was only four bedrooms and two bathrooms, um, and so rents are staying a, a little bit flatter than we we would expect them to, but the, the homes are smaller. Pricing is staying a little bit flatter than we would expect it to, but the homes are smaller and that and the price per square foot is skyrocketing. Um, and so these are all very important details to, uh, to consider. All in all, I think that, um, that this is going to have a, a profound impact on the market. What, what I'm curious to see is once some of these bigger homes in Chartwell start going back on the market, um, what will happen? I don't think that owner occupants will be able to rent them out. I, I, I don't think so. I think that these will have to be sold. And there's been some angst because I know this because I live in this community. It's some angst about how many properties in 
Chartwell are rentals. Well, I think we're coming to the end of that. I think that that is part of what I'm reading in this data is that Chartwell will not be able to afford rental properties for much longer. People that are looking to purchase rental properties, they have a short window of opportunity before they are priced out of Chartwell estates. Um, and uh, that may go for the broader Riverside area of Greer. Who knows? Um, we have to, again, as I always say, we have to follow all of this data closely. Um, and it's all worth considering. Short episode today, um, but that's all that I have. I thought it was a very interesting study, an interesting data set to look at. Um, hopefully that will help you to better understand how the rental market compares to the, the sold market and how that has changed over the past couple of years. And if you did like it, please hit that five-star button, rate the, the, uh, the episode and the show uh, with a high rating. I appreciate that. If you guys do that, if you can leave me a review, I would also greatly appreciate that. Subscribe, download the episodes, and all of my contact information. As always, because I'm a realtor and I plaster my contact information everywhere, it is in the show notes. Reach out to me with anything that you guys need. And here's to the year of our Lord, 2022.